0: Hey, y'all, it's your girl Samangi, and welcome to the Avocado and Honey Podcast, where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now, let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. I went ahead and shared my thoughts on Selena, the series that's on Netflix, and how that series inspired me to really reflect on my journey to. Discovering what my culture is and also embracing it. Um, If y'all like that episode or any other episode of Avocado and Honey, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share that episode with a friend. Now, I know I'm a little late, y'all. I do apologize, Um, but changes are definitely happening. And I say all that to say that this will be the last podcast episode for 2020. Avocado and Honey will be back with a new episode on January 20th, 2021. (laughs) So, yeah. So with this being the last episode, it's only right for us to um, do some self-reflecting, some accountability, and just figuring out the things that we're going to do in 2021. And also, I'm going to go ahead and read the tarot energy. Um, I just pulled three cards, and I pulled it for until January 20th, um, until the podcast come back. So. Um, of course, there's not necessarily a timeline with these cards, but that was my intention for when i um, pulling these cards. So I pulled three cards already. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give you the tarot energy. And then also I have like a whole bunch of questions um, for myself to answer. And if you want to answer, maybe journal it and just, you know, self-reflect on your year and all that fun shit, then be my guest. So the first card I pulled is the Ace of Wands in reverse. Um, the second card is the Devil card, Upright. And then the third card is the lover's card upright. It's so interesting now that I'm looking at the devil card and the lover's card, like these cards are very similar, <laughs> but one is a little bit um, different type of energy. Like with the devil card, you have two naked people on the front, but they have like chains and like a devil in the middle. And on the lover's card, you have two naked people. Then you have like an angel type thing in the middle. So I, I just think that's really interesting to see. So I'm going to go ahead and just get into the definitions via Biddy Tarot. Um, So the first card I'm going to read is the Ace of Wands in reverse. The Ace of Wands reverse suggests that you sense an idea emerging from within but are uncertain what form it will take or how you will manifest it in the world. You may have energy and passion in spades, but you do not yet have a clear outlet to express them. You may be waiting for something else to happen before you pursue this idea, or you may prefer to keep your idea private until your your confidence kicks in. All of these wonderful ideas are bubbling up, but now you must find a way to harness this creative energy to set you up in the long term. The Ace of Wands Reverse suggests that you can sense an idea emerging from within, but are uncertain what form it will take or how you will manifest it in the world. You may have energy and passion in spades, but you do not yet have a clear outlet to express them. You may be waiting for something else to happen before you pursue this idea, or you may prefer to keep your idea private until your confidence kicks in. All of these wonderful ideas are bubbling up, but now you must find a way to harness this creative energy to set you up in the long term. The reverse ace of wands can suggest that you are finding it difficult to define your purpose in life and what you want to create. This lack of direction may sap your energy levels and leave you unmotivated and uninspired. As a result, you are often asking yourself if this is what you want in life and whether there might be something better elsewhere. However, when you think about what other opportunities might appeal, you struggle to know what you want. To remedy remedy this stagnation, you need first to focus on where your true passions lie. There is no point in working towards a goal if it does not motivate you. So take time to contemplate what what it is you aspire to and what you wish to achieve out of this situation. The reverse Ace of Wands may be a sign that frustrating delays are impeding the progress of your projects and ideas. You are likely to feel very impatient, especially if you are action oriented and have only just started to gain momentum in your activities. The key message here is not now, but maybe later. Timing is essential for success. So be patient and wait for the best opportunity to move ahead. I feel like this definitely resonates with me. Um, I definitely get like a whole bunch of ideas all the time. And like my struggle with that is kind of like what the definition just said is just like figuring out an actual path to making that my reality. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into the upright devil card. The devil card represents your shadow or darker side and the negative forces that constrain you and hold you back from being the best version of yourself. You may be at the effect of negative habits, dependencies, behaviors, thought patterns, relationships, and addictions you have found yourself trapped between the short-term pleasure you receive and the long-term pain you experience just as the lovers card speak to duality and in choice so does the devil however the devil however with the devil you are choosing the path of instant gratification even if it is at the expense of your long-term well-being in effect you have sold your soul to the devil The devil card often appears when you have been tricked into thinking you have no control over your shadow self or these negative forces and that you can never break free from their hold. You believe you need it and you must have it, even if it means going against what you know to be right to obtain it. Deep down, though, you know it's to your detriment and you are only doing yourself and often others a disservice when you cave into these lower needs and desires. To break free of these negative patterns, you need to acknowledge the hold they have over you and the impact they are having on your life. For example, the first step of Alcoholics Anonymous is an omission. We admit it, we are powerless over alcohol, that our lives become unmanageable. When the devil shows up in a tale reading, see it as an opportunity to bring these negative influences into your conscious awareness so you can take action to free yourself from their hold. Shine your light on the negative patterns that have been standing in your way for so long, and over time, you will, loosen the, you will loosen the grip they have on you. Given that the devil is a major arcana card, it is unlikely that you will be free from your addictions and dependencies overnight. It may be a reoccurring pattern for you, and it will take a tremendous amount of willpower and strength to free yourself from, your, from their influence. But know this, it is possible and it is up to you to make it happen. On the positive side, the devil can also show a powerful attachment between two people, such as a mom and her newborn or a new romance still in its honeymoon phase. Be careful though, because with the devil card, this unhealthy attachment can turn into an unhealthy codependent relationship if you lose connection with your inner guidance or don't protect your personal boundaries. The devil can also represent sexuality and your wild side. You may be exploring bondage, fetishes, and your deepest, darkest fantasies. If you can do this within a safe, sacred space, it can be a very enriching experience. However, it has the potential to turn into something that may be unsafe or detrimental to your well-being in the long term. So again, set clear boundaries, choose your partners wisely, and have your safe words ready to go um the devil card definitely resonated as well like I'm very aware of like the negative thought patterns and habits um that it's time to let go but I do like the reminder that you know the shit is not going to happen overnight so I will continue to work on releasing those things and we have to understand like we can't be the light without the shadow side like we all humans like you know we all have both sides to us so it's it's important to acknowledge Um, The shadow side and the things that you're not too uh, fond of when it comes to yourself. So let me go ahead and get into the lover's card, which was upright, which uh, sounds really good. In its purest form, the lover's card represents conscious connections and meaningful relationships. The arrival of this card in a tarot reading shows that you have a beautiful soul honoring connection with a loved one. You may believe you have found your soulmate or life partner and the sexual energy between you both goes way beyond instant gratification and lust to something that is very spiritual and almost tantric. While the lover's card typically refers to a romantic tie, it can also represent a close friendship, a family relationship where love, respect, and compassion flow. The lover's is a card of open communication and raw honesty. Given that the man and woman are naked, they are both willing to be in their most vulnerable states and have learned to open their hearts to one another and share their truest feelings. They shape the container from which trust and confidence can emerge and this makes for a powerful bond between the two. In a reading, this card is the sign that by communicating openly and honestly with those you care about, you will create a harmonious and fulfilling relationship built on trust and respect. On a more personal level, the, car- the lover's card represents getting clear about your values and beliefs. You are figuring out what you stand for in your philosophy. Having gone through the indoctrination of the hierophant, you are now ready to establish your belief system and decide what it is and what is not essential to you. It's time to go into the big wide world and make choices for yourself, staying true to who you are and being authentic and genuine in all your endeavors. At its heart, The Lovers is about choice, the choice about who you want to be in this lifetime, how you connect with others and on what level about and about what you will and won't stand for. To make good choices, you need to be clear about your personal beliefs and values and stay true to them. Not all decisions will be easy either. The Lovers card is often a sign that you are facing a moral dilemma and must consider all consequences before acting. Your value system is being challenged and you are being called to take the higher path even if it is difficult. Do not carry out a decision based on fear or worry or guilt or shame. Now more than ever, you must choose love. Love for yourself, love for others, and love for the universe. Choose the best version of yourself. Finally, the Lover's card encourages you to unify dual forces. You can bring together two parts that are seamless. Seemingly in the opposition to one another and create something that is whole, unified and harmonious. In every choice, there is an equal amount of advantage and disadvantage, opportunity and challenge, positive and negative. When you accept these dualities, you build the unity from which love flows. Now that's a beautiful card I feel to end on, the lover's card. Um, Whether, again, it's love for a significant other, love for family, love for yourself, love for friends. It's fucking beautiful. I love love. And I feel like that is ultimately what we would end up Um, ending on you know once we get through the ace of wands in reverse the devil card once we deal with our shadow self we'll be able to welcome and embrace the love that we deserve again whether it's from ourselves a significant other or a family member or friend you know so that's some really good energy for um, this little month break that we're going to be on. All right, so 2020, what a year we survived, (laughs) y'all. We all been through so much together as a collective, let alone the shit that we've been going through just personally. So so, um, congrats to you. I salute you for making it through this crazy-ass year. But with 2020, I feel like 2020 was definitely the year of 2020 vision. I feel like we all received clarity Um, on ourselves and what we actually like, what brings us joy, what makes us happy. Um, We've gotten clarity on the people we keep around us um, in terms of, like, romantic relationships friends and family um and we also got a clarity on the state of this ghetto ass earth like we really woke up this year so 2020 to me was definitely the twin like the year of clarity the year of reality fucking checks and i feel like 2021 it's only right that with all this new information that we have we apply it like you know um 2021 is when we start working to make the change and i say working because i know this shit is not going to be easy especially With the change that's necessary to happen in this country, let alone the world, like it's not going to be easy. But I do feel 2021 is going to be that year of change again within the world and within ourselves if we choose to, because it's your life. You could do whatever it is you want with it, you know, judge free. I ain't judging you at all. So I feel like, you know, with it being the last episode or whatever, like it's only right for me to have some like self-reflecting questions. Um, that I'll go ahead and answer on here because y'all know I'm just open like that. And, you know, if you, like, you know, want to answer the questions yourself, you know, you can journal it or maybe talk about it with a friend Um, or just, you know, think about it. But, yeah, so I also just want to say another disclaimer that when answering these questions, I want you to remember to be gentle with yourself. Keep in mind that, again, we all overcame a lot of bullshit this year. We are still in a pandemic. Not to mention... Um, all this fighting for justice and all the other shit that we've just been experiencing this entire year. Like most of the shit that happened this year feel like it happened years ago. Like that's how much shit we've been going through in this one fucking year. So keep that in mind and just be gentle with yourself when it comes to answering these questions. Like if you feel like you, you, you didn't do your best or whatever the case may be keep in mind that your best may look different because we are handling so much bullshit this year and the only thing we can do is just acknowledge it it is what the fuck it is we're just saying what it is um not necessarily to place judgment or blame on yourself or anyone else it's just to see clarity or clarity to have clarity and to know how to move forward from from that information you know You could choose to do better, or you could choose to continue to do whatever it is, or you can choose to do something else, I guess. So the first question that I have is, what is your greatest accomplishment this year? So for 2020, off top, I can say that my greatest accomplishment was um, creating shell monies. Um, Because like I said before, like, I've always been surrounded by just hella talented people, just super creative people. And I remember for a long time, I just kept saying, like, I wish I can make things and sell things that I've made with my hands and blah, 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 blah. And at the beginning of this year, like right before the pandemic started, I, you know, created an Etsy shop for shell monies. Um, I started making some and really just seeing where it would go and y'all was really fucking with it. And now I see the potential for shell money. So I am super grateful for that accomplishment. I'm grateful for just getting it started, yo. Like I'm, that's probably, yeah, that is definitely my proudest, um, my greatest accomplishment. So the next question that I have is what is one thing you accomplished that you didn't think you could do this year? Um, so I have my notes cause I kind of already answered these questions while I was writing them down. So it could be easier for me to answer. Um, so what I have written down is move to Atlanta and that is one thing that I didn't think I could do this year, but I did. Um, honestly, I was supposed to move to Atlanta in like March, but then the pandemic happened. Um, so then after that happened, I was just like, when in the hell am I ever going to move out of New York city? I don't know when is this going to happen, blah, 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 blah. We are on lockdown and all that shit. So once August came around, you know, some things happened where I had the opportunity to come here and I'm here and I have my own apartment here too. So like that, I'm still just be like waking up and just like, I can't believe I have my own space right now. Um, it's definitely still so real um, and it's only going to get better. That's just part. So that's one thing I didn't think that I'll be able to do this year considering all that was going on. And I fucking did it. <laughs> so the next question is, what is one thing you could have done better this year? <sighs> and I hate admitting this because like, I feel like with me being so vulnerable and sharing my journey on this podcast as well on social media, people have this like idea of me. Um, but I'm human just like everyone else. And I feel like the one thing that I've could have done better this year is just being consistent with my eating and exercising. Like I was really good for most of the year. But then when I moved to Atlanta, I just like started turning up and stuff. So I feel like, you know, no matter what is happening, that's the the, the one thing that I feel like I could re- that could remain constant. It's the one thing that I truly have control over every day, no matter what's going on, no matter where I'm living, no matter, again, what I'm doing. That's the one thing I have control on, like what I'm eating and making time to move my body. So that's the one thing I feel like I could have done better this year. And I'm going to do better next year because I don't like feeling like this. I don't like feeling like I let myself down and all those other negative feelings that come with this. So I'm definitely going to step it up and just remain consistent for the whole 2021. So once 2022 hit and you see me looking like a whole new person, like y'all know, like she really did that shit. <laughs> she really, she really did what she said she's going to do. Um, So Yeah. All right. So are you proud of the way you emotionally handled any disagreements or fights? So the purpose of that question is to kind of like reflect on how you're dealing, dealing with your emotions, how you're doing emotionally. And at first I was like, I don't even think I got that. I didn't get any disagreements. But like I had a whole podcast episode dedicated to that crazy ass roommate. So I definitely did get in some disagreements this year and I got in a few actually. And I feel like I could have handled a lot of them um, better for sure, Uh, but I took the lesson um, on how I, you know, could have handled it better, and I will, and I've been applying it. So every time I got in another situation, I definitely, I'm always mindful not to do something that I didn't want to do that I did in a prior um, debate, but... I say all that to say, I'm still proud of the way I handle any disagreement or anything. Like, I'm super proud of myself. I feel like I spoke up for myself more than I normally do. Um, The old Angie tends to let a lot of shit slide until it's my breaking point. But I feel like I've been speaking up when I'm feeling things, which I'm proud of doing that. And, yeah, like, I'm just really grateful and proud of myself for, like, just, like, standing ground. Like, you know, when I truly believe something, not necessarily – Um, just only believing what I believe, but also given the opportunity to actually listen um, when it comes to disagreements and stuff. I'm proud of myself for not only for not wanting to only prove a point, but to actually come to an agreement to like a conclusion where we can agree to disagree or just like to actually listen to the other side rather than just believing how I feel is the only way and it's true. So I'm proud that I'm able to do that now in disagreements. I feel like, you know, sometimes the old Angie or Smanji, um, would just, it would just be what I believe is true and this person's crazy. So now I'm in a space where it's just like, let's hear your side and I say how I feel and I wanna understand why you feel that way and then I want you to understand why I feel this way and then maybe we can come to a conclusion. So that's how I'm dealing with disagreements and stuff. That's how I try to, um, even when I attempted to deal with disagreements that way, it definitely don't always end how I feel like it should end because, you know, I'm not arguing with myself. I'm arguing with a whole completely different being and where they are emotionally and how they deal with disagreements and stuff may not be how I deal with it so it may it's not always the same but I say all that again to say that I am definitely proud at the way I handle disagreements and I'll continue to just keep doing what I'm doing and to just do better um to not even have disagreements or a fight or whatever the case may be but I can't control what other people say and how other people feel so that just is what it is but I can control what I say and how I feel And then it's also too, like I feel like it's important to say that another thing I learned this year in terms of just like avoiding fights or whatever, whether that be be with someone you know personally in real life or someone online, and that is, you know, sometimes it's okay to not give your opinion, (laughs) you know, sometimes it's okay to not give your fucking opinion. If you see something online um, and you have a strong opinion about it, you know, sometimes it's okay to keep it to yourself. So the next question I have is, are you content with work or the way you make money? Um, however you hustle are you content with that and how can you do better next year so if you are content with the way you're making money if you're content with your job if you're content with how you're supporting yourself and your family then how can we improve that next year if you're not content with work your job how you make money then how can you change it where you are doing something that you know um, you're making money and you're actually happy or just a little bit more happier than you are now. Um, For me, I feel like I'm all I right with everything that's happening. Um, I feel like there's definitely way more money to be made for sure. So I feel like for me, how can I do better next year? I don't want to go into great detail and stuff. Like, you know, I am a vulnerable person and I don't mind sharing shit, but there's some things that, you know, you got to keep under wraps until the shit is actually fucking here and happening. So when it comes to just how I can do better next year, I feel like it goes – for me to do better next year, I just have to remain consistent for sure and just go above and beyond. So like I said in the, I think the other podcast, the previous podcast episode is just like whatever it is you decide to do, I'm not labeling it good or bad, whatever it is that you fucking decide to do, like work at being the fucking best at it or being your best self at doing that. Like, you know, so for me to be able to do better uh, with work and shit, I feel like, I can improve by becoming the best. So how can I become the best by doing research, fucking maybe sign up for a Patreon, um, watching videos and just doing whatever it takes to learn the information that I feel I ne- like I need to learn, maybe find a mentor or connect with other people who are in the field online, uh, maybe tweet someone and just join a clubhouse little room or whatever just find like actively find ways um to learn more and to improve on whatever it is that I am doing and being consistent with trying new things being consistent with doing the things that work and being consistent with replacing the things that don't work so that's how I feel um I can do better next year and that's what I will be committed to and like I get so nervous like saying the shit that I want to do and stuff on this podcast because it's like I feel like a fucking liar or something if I don't actually do it so I think this is dope again that y'all hearing this part of this journey of my journey. Um, and so when this shit actually happens, like all this manifestation shit and all this self-work and stuff that I'm talking about on this podcast that I've been talking about, like I want y'all to know that I'm doing this work. Like I'm saying all this shit because this is like tend to be the space that I be in or whatever. So once I get the fuck out this box and like let myself be Um, and actually, you know, continue to do the work and just level up. Like I say, I'm going to, like, it's going to be beautiful, um, for y'all to just see it. So y'all could be like, nah, that shit she's saying is actually valid (laughs) because the proof is in the pudding, you know, 2021, where you at? Okay. So I have only a few more questions. Um, I thought this episode would be a lot longer, but the end of the the year episodes tend to be like super long because I'm usually talking to someone else, but this is just me. Like. I'm just answering the questions and shit. But the next question is, do the people you keep close to you inspire and support you? So I feel like in order to answer this question, you need to define what support means to you. Um, For some people, support could mean like actually buying whatever it is that they are making or selling. Um, Support could be listening to the podcast. Or support could be simply liking a post online. Support could be sharing a post online. Support could be word of mouth. So if you you know you meet someone or you're speaking to someone else who's interested in something that your friend sells or interested in something that your friend does, it should be nothing to plug your friend. Um, So that's a type of support. So whatever you feel is like support for you. That's how you would answer this question. So for me, the people that I do keep close to me, they definitely do inspire the fuck out of me. And I feel like they support me as well. So that's great. I'm really grateful for that. But honestly, this year, like any other year, I feel like only one time out of all the friendship mishaps that I've experienced. um, There's probably like once or twice where I was the person that was like, let's not be friends But for the most part, like it was kind of just like a mutual agreement or like the other person decide not to be my friend anymore. And I feel like those are great. (laughs) I mean, it's sad. Yes, because, you know, you have history and experiences and shit. But I will always appreciate those experiences just because we're no longer friends doesn't mean that, you know, fun didn't happen. Doesn't mean I didn't learn anything from you and all that bullshit. So, um, with that being said, like, you know, I'm learning to really just trust when things happen like that. So for this year in particular, like I did lose some friends that was super unexpected. They didn't die or anything. We're just not friends anymore. (laughs) But it was super unexpected. And like for part of the year, like probably like, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever, I was really questioning, like, what the fuck is happening? And, you know, and then I had to reassure myself that, you know, I've been seeking and making it clear that I only want this type of people around me. So if shit like when shit like that happens where it's just literally unexplainable and you just don't have a friend anymore, you have to legit just trust the universe, trust your intentions, and just go with the flow. Like, that person probably didn't have your best interest and you just didn't see it. Or don't see it or didn't see it yet, you know, so you just really have to trust it. So with that being said, I am definitely um, grateful for the people that I do keep close to me. I've been hella inspired. I'm so grateful that I have people that I can talk to. I can genuinely be myself without any judgment. And I have people who will tell me like it is. I have people who don't sugarcoat shit. They're not necessarily mean to me, but they don't tell me what I want to hear. They tell me what I need to hear. And I feel like that is a great friend. Like you're able to express how the fuck you feel, yo. And I think that's so beautiful. And I'm so grateful. Shout out to everybody who I keep close to me. (laughs) All right. So how can I take care of my body and health better next year? And that goes right back for me. It goes right back to just being consistent because like, you know, I go, I, this has been consistent throughout my entire entire adult life, which is why I'm always on like a consistent weight loss journey. And that's like, I go like, you know, a couple months being great and then a couple months not being so great. So for me, I feel like I can do better with like seriously listening to myself and doing what the fuck my body is demanding. Um, and that's, in all aspects of what that means and also just being consistent, just doing what feels right. Um, I read this tweet and I had it as my wallpaper not too long ago for a little while too, but it was like this tweet that that said, discipline is choosing between what you want right now and what you want most. So I'm going to be thinking about that a lot when I be having to make these decisions. (laughs) So um, yeah, that's how I can take better care of my health and body. Also, I know I can take better care of my health and body by, um, actually doing research and figuring out the type of vitamins and stuff that I need. Like I'm getting older, like I'm turning 30 in like two months. And I feel like with me not eating meat again, like I'll probably, I'll definitely still eat like seafood every now and again, like probably when mother nature is here. Um, but aside from that, like I'll be plant-based for all of it. Like, you know, I'll stay plant-based vegan or whatever you want to call it. So with me doing that, I've never really done the research or done the necessary actions to make sure I'm taking enough vitamins and stuff. So I feel like I can do better with that next year. I mean, I, we, everything, every time I say next year, I mean right now, cause all this shit starts now. Like I'm not about to wait until it turns 21. It's like, all right here's the new me, like it's after this podcast, like it's, it's going to be the battle to start working on this because it's not just like some switch, like it said in the definition of one of these cards, like it's something that we're legit just going to have to work on, but I'm going to get into that um, in a little bit once I finish with these questions. Okay, so if you, all right, before I go into this question, like these next questions, like it doesn't really necessarily matter what other people think of you, but the only reason why I put these questions in here is because like hearing what someone else thought of me is actually what helped me change w- at one point in my life. Like when I was in New York, y'all, like I was depressed a lot of the time in New York. So I had this friend, um, at the time in New York, who she actually like gave me two realizations in my life. Like I remember I remember around the first time like we started hanging out. I think yeah, when I was actually locking my hair, she was with me, and we were just talking about like friends and just life. And she was just like, you know, you got to become your own best friend. And, like, her saying that, I was just like, yo, that's very fucking wise. And I feel like 2018 is around the time where I really started doing the work to become my own best friend. I'm still working on it. I mean, I am definitely my best friend right now. But, like, all, like, friendships and relationships, we have our ups and downs. So um, that's that. But another thing uh, that sis did, I remember it was, like, in 2018 – And on social media, it was around the time where we were doing those like survey type things in our stories where it's like tag a friend who do this, tag a friend who do that. So um, she posted one and it was like, what friend is most likely to cancel on you? And she tagged me with just like, you know, whatever. I like my me time. But then she hashtag sad girls club. And then I just remember just really sitting and looking at that. And I'm just like, yo, is this what people think of me? Like Sad Girls Club, it's like, you know, everybody was like proud of it or whatever. It was like a whole thing at the time. But like for me, like I didn't want to be known as like the sad girl. Like I did not like that at all. So that's when I like really, really started doing the work to get out of that space. Because I'm just like, that's not who I am. And, like, you know, and that's not what I want to be portrayed as. So I started doing the work. So that's why I wrote these questions like this. So let's get into the question. (laughs) So the question is, like, if you or someone close to you were to describe how you handled 2020, what do you think they will say? Or how would you describe the way you handled 2020? I feel like the people close to me will say I did the damn thing. (laughs) They always show in love and support and stuff which i think is dope and i would like to continue that energy for 2021 if anything i would like to top this energy like yeah i did the damn thing in terms of like regular life shit like moving here and stuff like that and even starting a business Look, this is me just being hard on myself right but um yeah like i feel like i will continue to do the damn thing for uh 2021 as well as just really wow the fuck out of them and myself like Yeah, y'all thought I was doing the damn thing in 2020, but watch how I do it in 2021. With this, like, if you feel like, you know you didn't do the damn thing or whatever the case may be. I want to say another reminder and that is to be gentle with yourself. Keep in mind that we experienced a lot of bullshit this year. I'm definitely considering all that. That's why I did the damn thing because despite all that's going on, I still did this bullshit. So, um, be gentle with yourself. And this is just an opportunity for us to really take accountability. I was having like a little heart to heart with myself this, um, these past couple days cuz like you know I've been I began smoking again out here in Atlanta because like Atlanta is cool but I've definitely been going through it um it's been some experiences here in which I'll probably share eventually but um I started smoking again And, like, I don't even want to say that on here because I did a whole fucking podcast about how I quit weed. So, now here I am smoking. So, I just really had to sit with myself and be like, girl, just because these things are happening in your life doesn't necessarily mean you need to smoke. It doesn't mean you have to resort to smoking. So, I'm, like, realizing that I have this crazy habit of, like, creating excuse. Like, I'm really fucking good at creating excuses. And I realized that. So, you know, I'm like, oh, this shit happened. I could smoke. I could deserve to smoke. This happened. But it's like. No. So I feel like, you know, I was going to say this a little later, but I might as well say it now, like, now that we have this 2020 vision, this clarity on ourselves, the world or whatever, 2021 is when we apply the things that we want. Are you happy with the person that you are right now? Are you happy with what you accomplished? So how can you do that? How can you make those efforts? How can you make that your reality beginning in 2021? So it's just like we have to learn to replace these negative vices. And when I say negative vices, for me, smoking weed, For some people, it may be alcohol. For others, it may be sex. For some of us, it may be food. Like these are different vices that we have um, that we tend to go to for like a temporary release. So when things don't go the way that we plan, when we're stressing over certain things, we tend to go to these negative vices. So for 2021, I feel like it's imperative for myself and everyone else and all y'all who's listening that if you do have these vices to replace them for things with other vices that are actually going to progress you as a human and just, you know, actually feel good, and won't hold you back, or some things that you won't beat yourself up for later on in life, you know, so, you know, those vices, are those hobbies, those things that you enjoy doing, those things that basically, like, support your inner child, like, what did you like to do as a child, did you like painting, do that, hell, we got adult coloring books now, so when you feel some type of way, if coloring will get you calm and shit, then by all means, do what you gotta do, like, For me, like one of the things that I'm going to get into um, beginning 2021, you know, beginning now 2021 is painting like that's something that's been on my heart for like years now. And I never just made the time for it or cared enough to do it. But that's one thing that I feel like, you know what? Instead of smoking, how about you start painting some shit, you know, do all these other things that you've been wanting to try out, but you haven't done it. So that's what I'm going to be doing. That's what we should all be doing because, and I'm not saying like, you know, don't do any of these things. Like don't smoke, don't drink, don't have sex, don't eat. Um, But y'all know what I mean when I say it as advice. I mean, and like you, we use these things as like stress relief when that's not what they're for. That's just part. Um, But let me finish with these questions. I have like two more I believe because I'm going on, on these tangents but it's cool it's the last episode I'm actually like I really enjoy these like check-ins and stuff because these like episodes this new way of doing avocado and honey this new format um, it really helps me just hold myself accountable so when I'm late I tend to probably be like being hard on myself or just busy but those aren't excuses because I made the commitments without these podcast episodes so 2021 we are gonna be doing better so in terms of like your friend or you describing how you handled 2020 um the next question is to reflect like are do you like what's being described um if you don't like what's being described then what can you do to not be described that way in 2021 if you do like what is being said about how you describe 21 or 2020 how you handled this year then continue to do that if anything level up see how you can do that better because we're going to be working to becoming the best person that we can possibly be my last little shit, shit that i gotta say on this podcast is i want to kind of talk about the process of leveling up this is what of course i believe the process of leveling up i'm pretty sure people would describe their level up process differently so just keep in mind that this is what i feel level leveling up will look like so now After this treacherous year in 2020, we have this realization on ourselves because we have to deal with ourselves in quarantine. Like we really did have to deal with ourselves and the people close to us. So we got the realization. Um, We realized all these like negative things that don't serve us anymore. Like we have to let go of the old ways of thinking, old ways of doing things and essentially your old self. So I remember talking to my homegirl, like the people around me, I'm telling y'all like I'm so grateful. So my home girl um, in Texas, Tony Ann, hey girl. Um, like our last conversation, we were talking about just like we're both in the space of just like transition. Like we're both, she's like entering her Saturn return and I'm like ending my Saturn return right now. She's like in the middle of her Saturn return. So it's just like we're both in like that same space where it's just like we're really realizing like, the things that are holding us back. And when I say things, I'm not talking about external things, like things within ourselves, the things that we allow, and the things that we're just not doing um, in order for us to progress. So we're realizing these things, and it's just like, It's kind of like losing a friend, like like mourning your old self, like because you're no longer that person. So it is kind of feeling like a death. Um, So that was like kind of our last conversation. It's just like how we're doing that, because it is kind of sad. Like, you know, I'm 29. I've been moving like this for all these years and now I can't do this anymore. Like it is kind of heartbreaking. But. We have to remember to continue to be gentle with ourselves and understand that this change is necessary in order to become the woman, the person who we feel we are, who we know we can be. So we have to deal with that. So that's just, a. I just wanted to say that, like, you know, because it it happens and it's something that I feel like we don't talk about enough. Like with change comes like this mourning feeling, like it's like legit, like a little wave of sadness, like, oh, so The process of leveling up is having this realization and then also making the decision um, with your actions to no longer let that be who you are. So instead of reacting in a way that you normally react, you will react in a way of who you say you are now. So that's all I have for y'all. Yo, this again, this year was crazy for all of us. And that's the one thing I am grateful for is that we collectively experienced this shit together. So no one should honestly feel alone Um, because we all experienced the same bullshit. So shout out to you for making it through this year and shout out to you for continuing to strive for a better year despite what is going on around you and despite what's going on in your personal life. It is possible to still be happy when there's chaos surrounding us and that's a fucking fact. So let's make the commitment together to do better each day and remember that Doing your best each day is going to look different each day. So when you wake up and you feel good, you work out like it's just feeling good, then you're probably going to accomplish a lot more than if you went out for a friend's birthday and you woke up groggy and hungover or whatever the case may be. Or if you wake up feeling sad or whatever, and you have to do those necessary steps to not think those thoughts. Like you have to stop, take a moment to rethink the negative thoughts so you can remember who the fuck you are. So you have to remember that your best each day is going to look different, but just do your best every day. Also, again, to be gentle yet assertive with yourself, be gentle enough that you don't beat yourself the fuck up, but be assertive enough where you holding yourself accountable and, and, you know, accountable to make those necessary changes or to do whatever the fuck it is that you need to be accountable for. And also, y'all remember to continue to drink your water because we still going to be growing, even though a podcast episode is not going to be coming out every Tuesday, but we will be back on January 20th. And I'm so grateful, y'all. This year flew the fuck by. um, But y'all been on a journey with me this whole year. And like I said earlier, I definitely don't feel like I'm alone out here because I have y'all. We got each other. We on this journey together. Y'all remember to follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. I'm not going to be posting the podcast episode until the 20th, but I'm definitely going to still be active um, posting inspirational and Um, informative and just shit that's aligned with avocado and honey and the journey that we're on together on social media. So be sure to follow us there. Also y'all follow shell monies um, on all social media platforms and Shell Monies is my handmade hair accessories made with cowrie shells and crystals. Um, so for y'all who always forget your crystals or just want to be intentional with everything, um, even down to the fucking hair accessories, y'all check out shellmoneys.store. Your girl's actually on TikTok as well. I'm definitely going to be using this time to get acquainted with TikTok. Like I said, I'm working to become the best version of myself. So if it means that me having this small business means... I need to make some fucking TikTok video- videos then guess what your girl's getting into her TikTok bag. So follow me on TikTok as well as all other social media platforms at underscore smangie s-m-a-n-g-i-e-e y'all thank y'all for such an amazing year I know again it was a lot of chaos and a lot of crazy shit that happened this year but it's also a lot of beauty like we're leveling up we got all these things that I've been talking about in this podcast are great things that happened this year the realization and all this stuff it may be like feeling like a lot to deal with but in the end like honesty wins and in order to make change happen we need to actually know what the fuck is happening so um yeah and also Saturn just entered Aquarius really quick before I go Saturn just entered Aquarius and I'm not sure oh I think it's actually going to be in Aquarius for the next three years so I feel like for these next three years we're really um going to be in the process of change but again before that change happens it's going to be chaos so that's why it's so important for us to stay grounded and know who the fuck we are so when other people try to tell us what it is and what it ain't we already going to know what's up so we need to continue to make sure that we're staying grounded being true to us and make sure that we're consistently doing what's best for us in the midst of chaos because it's gonna be that's just period it's just gonna get chaotic before it gets better so keep that in mind um but know that change is good change is necessary and again continue to drink your water so we can continue to grow together i love y'all and i'll see y'all next year